Hey, 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 everybody. This is Jason. And it's Dan. And welcome back to DJ Mixup Presents What Would Happen. Dan, we're back for episode two of season two. two. Yeah. I didn't even know that yeah. we were going to do seasons until like a month ago. And then we're like, oh, it yeah, just it made well sense because we were, yeah, we were gone for a while. So it yeah. so, sounds cool. It just sounds cool that we're in a second season. It does. I'm debating on whether I should change the numbers from just the standard numerals to Roman numerals. Ooh, that's be very I, cool. Because, season yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's fun. And then people can try to figure out what that even means. Right. I don't even know if they learn that in math class anymore, but whatever. That's why people can't read clocks. Okay. But anyway, last week we had a great time talking about uh, Barbie and we got a good response to that. And Dan, I thought it was cool in the movie how you obviously walk through not just Barbie's house, but through her whole land. Yeah. And it seemed like a pretty it seemed like a pretty cool neighborhood to live in if you're into that kind of like lifestyle, I think. I live there for sure. Yeah, I live there. I like pink. Um, but then I was actually I was walking my pups the other day. You know, the weather's still been really, really nice. I'm walking around my neighborhood which I know you know quite well because you grew up there. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? I have some I have some pretty cool neighbors. And I was feeling very fortunate and that and grateful that I have those kind of neighbors. So it got me thinking because that's what we do. Right. And the question is, what would happen if some of our favorite characters or maybe not favorite characters were our neighbors? What would that actually be like? Yeah. And I was looking at a list, Dan, of like qualities of what makes a great neighbor. Do you want to hear some of the things on the list? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of the things that they have on the list is uh, they they have your best interest at heart. Like they are there to be to lend a hand, especially if you're in a, an emergency. Uh, I had an emergency situation once where, believe it or not, my shed blew out of my backyard and was rolling down the street in the middle of the night. And I had two neighbors came out in this huge, almost hurricane and helped me drag it back. That's a good wow. neighbor. That is yeah. a good neighbor. Yeah. Or something simple like, hey, I'm going out of town for a couple of days. You mind grabbing my mail? Would you mind dragging up my trash cans? Or can I borrow a cup of sugar? Like those kind of things, I think, are make a great neighbor. I feel bad now because your neighbors helped bring a shed back. I've loaned my neighbor a screwdriver. That's pretty much about it. But that's what they needed. Right. That's true. That is that's true. exactly it. So in your mind, Dan, what makes then for a not so good neighbor? Loud. I don't like loud neighbors. I like my peace and quiet mm -hmm. neighbors that leave their trash all over the place. They're ugh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the grossness and just rudeness. I, I, I am very lucky in that I have a wonderful neighborhood right now. Growing up, some of my neighbors were meanie heads i'm just saying i, I part of my yeah. language but they were total yeah. meanie heads and of course you know you also have the ones that maybe they're really nice but maybe they don't know when it's time to leave like if they're coming over and they just figure hey i live right next door so i can just stay yeah forever. and, and you try to give the cues by you know by putting leaving. away the dick <laughs> I was going to say by putting away the dishes, but yeah, by by moving out of the neighborhood, climbing into bed. Right. 
<laughs> oh, in any event, I think we've got a good handle on what we both agree make for a great neighbor and maybe on the flip side, a not so great neighbor. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to each offer two suggestions and then we'll have a little debate and maybe decide which one is the best and which one is the worst. I think I know what you're going to say, Dan, but are we going to go with the best neighbor first or the worst neighbor first? I'm going to give you my best neighbor first because okay. I am very confident you can't top it to the point th this episode might be four minutes long. Wow. I love it. Not the All four right. minute part, but I love that you're that confident with your selection. Let's hear it. I am. So I have to say it was it was really nice today. It, dare I say it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. You can't top Mr. Rogers. You can't. Show's over. Good night, everybody. Well, we still have another neighbor to come up with. But wow, that is a good one. That is Thank a good you. one. Now, all right. For those of you who don't know, Mr. Rogers, I mean, the show is literally Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Right. And he was always inviting neighbors and neighbors always came over and he was always a great, very, very gracious host. Yep. I mean, and, and he had King Friday. He had trains going through his house. I, I mean, it's a trolley, Dan. Trolley, it's trolley. Sorry. Trolley. Yeah. He's a great pick. And you know what's interesting, though, is the house in the neighborhood wasn't like his house house. Like, remember when in the beginning, the intro scene, he would like come down the street somehow and then he'd end up in this house, which is like a playhouse, more or less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he had an unbelievable selection of cardigan sweaters. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you needed to borrow one, I'm you know, he had everything that you needed. For sure. That's why he's the greatest neighbor ever. Thank you. Good night. Wow. But I wow. guess we do have to give our other ones. I have to All give right. it. I got to give a couple other ones. I'll, I'll say this about my my suggestion. I actually believe this would be a, a person that Mr. Rogers would probably enjoy having a conversation with. OK. Now, some of the people I thought were some of our favorite characters, you know, especially if you're talking about fantasy and science fiction and things like that. We never actually had a chance to see them living in a home. You know what I mean? Like Han Solo and Chewbacca, they're on the Millennium Falcon. Where do they live? I don't know. Maybe they don't live anywhere. So it'd be kind of hard to know how they would be as a neighbor. We just are making some good educated guesses. Right. I do have one character who's in the sci-fi realm who we have seen on a couple episodes living somewhere on his home and looking at his property and looking at the way he kind of lives his life. I don't know about you, Dan, but... I feel like I'd pick up a lot just from being next to this guy. Okay. Who is this guy? The captain, Jean-Luc Picard of the Starship Enterprise. Yeah. So if you've never seen any of those Next Generation episodes, when he was on, I don't know, on leave or when he was retired, he was in this amazing French chateau and he had this great classical music playing. He's reading Shakespeare outside on the lawn. And I would think to myself, you know, it was a Friday night and he invited you over. He would probably have some great like French cheeses and things sitting out and would probably tell you some great stories about planets he's been to and things like that. Come on, you wouldn't want to sit there and, and listen to Jean-Luc engage. See what I did there? Engage uh, you yeah. in conversation. I mean, we do go to the same barber, so <laughs> yeah, I would. Okay. All right. I, I, I smell what you're cooking here. 
that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that would be really, really cool. And, you know, so many great stories and, and everything else. You might let me rub his head like I rub yours on occasion. And, you know, very exciting. I, th I just think it would be very exciting. It Not that I necessarily think he would be. I mean, I assume Mr. Rogers is kinder, but I think Jean-Luc is also very kind in his own way. I, I mean, there's no denying. Yeah. And he's, he's a great leader. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily know if I need to lead. Oh, you know, speaking of leadership, what if the town had a neighborhood watch program? Ah, uh, yeah. He would be better mm -hmm. than Mr. Rogers, probably. He might see her throwing, throwing some other wrenches in the works. Well, you mm -hmm. have somebody else? Oh, I do. Well, I know and you don't I... think he's as good as Mr. Rogers, but I still want to hear it for argument's sake. Okay, fair enough. And I, I dropped a little Easter egg about 10 seconds ago when mm. I said, if you smell what I'm cooking, because I, my other neighbor, is Dwayne The Rock Johnson for the sole reason that I just want to live next door to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's all I got. That's all the rationale I have. And I'm sorry, no disrespect to Jean-Luc Picard. The Rock would be way better at neighborhood patrol than anybody because he would lay the smack down. Well, that is true. Although Jean-Luc had always set phasers to obliterate. And The Rock would give him the people's elbow. Well, that's true. But even though, you know what he might say to you if you were asking, you know, asking about neighborhood issues? It doesn't matter what your neighborhood issues are. <laughs> exactly. So I'm wondering if he wouldn't really care. But Dan, actually, The Rock might qualify one of your things that you really are looking for. Since he's in pretty much every single movie, he'd never be home. That is very true. And so all one side of your man. house, that one side of your house would be pretty quiet. It would be. But then when he would come, here's the other thing. Have mm -hmm. you ever, I don't know if you follow The Rock on Instagram or social media. He is known for his cheat days. His cheat days. That dude has like a hundred cookies on his plate for his cheat day. You think he's not going to share that? Of course he's going to share that. And those cookies look amazing. Well, I don't know. I've never asked The Rock for one of his cookies. Maybe he doesn't share. Maybe that's how intense cheat day is that he just he needs them all. Maybe. But I believe in The Rock. Well, as as you should. <laughs> and you and actually during the day, you could if you had the windows open, you might actually smell what he's cooking. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things cooking, I went to somebody else who's kind of known for his interest in food. Uh, and also because he's had many uh, celebratory issues. Um, it is Mr. Bilbo Baggins from the Shire going to the Lord of the Rings. Hmm. I thought he might be a nice neighbor for since he hosted a whole group of uninvited guests like the dwarves. I might hmm. think that if I was an invited guest, how well he would take care of me. I think you would. I, uh, yeah. Okay. And you know he ha he he's he's a good he's a good chef. He's a good host. Um, he enjoys just having having a gas, having a talk. Uh, and I think you know, I, I think this what a, what an interesting quartet that would be of just sitting together and having a conversation. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that would be phenomenal. 
I, I think that definitely Jean-Luc would get along with Mr. Baggins and things like that. But, um, you know, I'm going to be, I have to admit, as, as interested as I was in Bilbo Baggins, I think I'm putting him at a solid number four out of our list. I have to agree. It is no disrespect to Mr. Baggins. But if you do remember when he left, he pretty much insulted all of his guests. And he said something to the effect that I, I know half of you as well as I'd like. And I like half of you as much as something like that. I messed it all up completely. But he pretty much said he doesn't like most of the people that were there. Oh, yeah. So then he's a bad neighbor. So maybe he shouldn't be on this list to begin <laughs> with. Well, like I said, maybe that was just because he had too many people. and They didn't know when to leave. So maybe we were bad neighbors. True. Maybe we're back. True. All right. So if we've got Bilbo at number four, who's coming in number three? Um, probably your choice because then my choices are the top two. Come I mean, on, that just makes sense. Come oh, yeah. on, I I automatically threw my guy under the bus for number four. I think The Rock can be number three. Yeah, I got to think The Rock's got to be number three. And, and mm-hmm. no disrespect to The Rock because we love we love him, but right. All right, so that brings it down to one and two. Now, I I might agree with you that Mr. Rogers would clearly be the nicest neighbor of all, for, for sure. Would he be the most interesting neighbor to have, or do we not really care in a neighbor being interesting? Um, King Friday, yeah, he would be the most interesting. What, because, because of King Friday? Because solely of King Friday. <laughs> you realize he's King Friday the 13th. Oh, I'm aware. Okay. Well, I was actually partial to my favorite character in the neighborhood of Maple Leaf was X the Owl. Yeah. I was a big X fan. He's a close number two. Yeah. All right. I'll give it to you. Mr. Rogers, I'm happy to have him living next door to me because I really believe there's no downside whatsoever. Zero. Absolutely. All right. Mr. Rogers to the right of me. And now, Dan, Mm -hmm. let's go to the left. Okay. So now we're looking at who could potentially be the worst neighbor of all. So I'm going to begin with my suggestion, if that's okay with you. Sure. I think this neighbor would be absolutely horrendous to have for a next door neighbor for multiple reasons. And I think if she came in, so we have a female character here. Mm-hmm. If she came in, there would be just chaos not to mention chaos. I just think she's just really mean. You said you don't like meanies. And right. I don't think you would like to have living next door to you, the Wicked Witch of the West from the Wizard of Oz. Oh, she'd be awful. Right? I mean, first of all, the flying monkeys alone. I mean, I'm worried about dogs pooping on my lawn. Can you imagine flying monkeys? I mean, she's not walking around with a poop bag. They're flying. They're flying. We're not just talking about your lawn. It's probably the street. It's probably everywhere. I mean, in fairness, it always is, but has been my dream to have a flying monkey. But move on. <laughs> well, that may be the case. So wait, is that bring her up a notch? I don't think she's going to give you one of the monkeys. No, I think her awfulness will supersede any benefits of the of the monkey. And yeah, she won't if, give me any. And think about it like this. I have two dogs. We know how she felt about dogs. Are you kidding me? That's true. Let's face it. Any person who doesn't like just flat out doesn't like dogs. I don't know. Yeah. They should just drop a house on her or something. Yeah. 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 Drop Mr. Rogers house on her. But then he doesn't have a house. That's no good. That's true. all right. So I've got the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, she's so far. She's winning the debate. Who do you have? 
All right. So um, my my first choice is somebody who, I mean, dude's house is just a bunch of death traps, okay? If you go there, you're going to have fire flying at you and bridges that collapse into lava and skeleton turtles. Wow. Bowser would be an awful neighbor. You go over there to give him a cup of sugar, and then you might die. Yeah. That, to me, is way up there on the li- uh, loud. Could make me die. They're a close one and two. I know I have my other one, but they're, they're one and two. But yeah, Bowser would be terrible because all he wants to do is just, he's obsessed with Mario. I mean, I, I don't know what his deal is and why he's just spent 40 years okay. trying well, to get him. But yeah, no Bowser. To defend Bowser, though, if he were your neighbor, would any of that stuff bother you? He doesn't like Mario. He didn't say he didn't like you. I'm also a short man. I think he might not like short men. So <laughs> therefore, yes, it would bother me because I may have in my collection a Mario costume. And if I just forget one year and go trick or treating and go over yeah. his house, I'm going to have fire thrown at my face. I could see that be being problematic. But OK, OK, it's a solid choice. Thank you. I have another choice. And, and uh, you know, the interesting thing is. Both of our characters that we said, they kind of qualify in the villain category. So maybe that's not a surprise. But I actually have someone who's not really a villain, but I don't think would make a great neighbor. Okay. So I'm going to kind of try something else on the flip side. I'm going to go to the Harry Potter world for this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pick Hagrid, the groundskeeper. Mm. Now, despite the fact that he is a beloved mentor and friend for Harry and his gang, I think he'd be that kind of neighbor. First of all, you worry about flying monkeys pooping on your lawn. The things right. that guy has. I mean, you, you're going to need a backhoe to pick up what they're going to drop on your lawn. <laughs> and I also think he's the kind of guy that would wear out his welcome and wouldn't get those cues. Yeah. About hanging around. What do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this. And he also probably would not do well in Bowser's castle for the reasons I mentioned before. Well, most, most people wouldn't In fairness, I don't think Bowser wants people to come into his castle. I, don't, I also don't, as an aside, like why does Bowser stand? Why does Bowser have a switch that allows him to fall on his own bridge? He's yeah. not smart. No, I mean, I think that's bad. That's definitely just bad planning. You know, maybe he was the, maybe he wasn't the original owner. And maybe the, the real estate agent just didn't disclose all the bells and whistles that the house had. It, it must have been a flip. The house must have been flipped. <laughs> and I, I'm going to throw in a cheap plug for myself for anybody yeah. who has a Nintendo Switch. And you, if you have Super Mario Maker 2, I, me or myself and my stepson created this whole series of levels called Not Bowser's Best Plan. They are the easiest levels in the world. All they are is just Bowser messing up. So do a search for them. There's like 13 of them. And I am so proud of these things. They'll legitimately take you six seconds to beat. And what I also don't understand, again, sorry to get off on this tangent, there should be a 100% success rate and there's like a 91% success rate. And I don't know who these 9% are that 
can't beat this. But anyway, look that up. You're just giving people a layup and someone's blowing it out there. Yeah. All right. Here's a quick question before we get to your last character. What if Mr. Rogers showed up at Bowser's castle? Would Bowser be mean enough to disrespect the man in the cardigan? I don't know. I think there's something. I, I think yes, until he puts the cardigan on. Okay. As soon as he puts the cardigan on, it's. Peace. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It, that's right. Okay. That's right. Well, who do you have for our fourth suggestion? So this is all now granted, this is going to be multiple people, but a, a group of people that also are good guys. Okay. Who I have the utmost love and admiration for i think i have it coming go for it but we're going with the loud factor electric mayhem <sighs> would be horrible to have next door playing i mean animal on the drums and it would i guarantee you it would be 24 7 electric mayhem i love them all dr teeth janice animal that blue guy whose name I can't remember. Floyd. Zoot. It's Zoot. Oh, Zoot. And then who's Floyd? Floyd is the guitar, is the bass player because Janice, Janice plays guitar. That's right. So again, no disrespect. I am the biggest Muppet fanatic on the planet. Yeah. I same. do not want to live next to Electric Mayhem. Oh, totally agree. And if you saw the Electric Mayhem show on Disney Plus, they do have a house and it is indeed chaotic. It would, uh, it's a rough. Now, when they have parties, it's sure. awesome. So they were having these amazing parties and they would play and it that was great. So you could get invited to those parties, though. That is true. And they would be fun. Just not the other six days of the week. I guess. I guess. So. All right. But at least in the situation with Hagrid and the mayhem, you're dealing with nice people. So true. that there's that. So our other two, our Bowser and our Wicked Witch, are definitely on the other side. So they're just not nice people on top of it. Right. But even though they would all make for a challenging living situation, who's going to be the worst of the worst? I have to give you the win on this. I think the Wicked Witch would have to be the worst of the worst. I think so, too. And only because I think I could, I think you could... Even if Bowser was living next door, I think that Koopa wants to be left alone. That's I think, true. I think he would just be in his castle. And as long as, I mean, let's face it, who you really need to keep out of the neighborhood is Mario. Because as long as he's not coming in to bother him, you're probably not going to have any issues. Right. I mean, there is the factor of if I see him with the princess, am I witnessing a kidnapping? True. Now, it's but still, I mean, Wicked Witch is just awful, putrid. And in fairness, Val's if if next year's Oscars, Peaches from the Super Mario movie does not win the best song from a movie. I am boycotting the Oscars for the rest of my life. I'm just saying that right now. I'm just Ken would be a, an acceptable. I would accept that. But if it's not Peaches or I'm just Ken, I'm just out of the Oscars forever. <laughs> well, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sure you could find something else better than watching the Oscars <laughs> anyway. But uh, so Wicked Witch is the worst. 
Wicked Witch is the worst. He's the worst. We'll throw in some great alliteration because I, I love it. So on one side of us, we have Mr. Rogers. And on the other side, we have the Wicked Witch of the West. So let's finish by one scenario, Dan. All right. What's going to happen when the Wicked Witch of the West meets Mr. Rogers? Mm, what will happen? I think it's all going to be a dream. And Mr. Rogers' other neighbors, such as Dwayne the Rock Johnson and... <laughs> So, so Dwayne the Rock would be Tin Man, maybe. Okay. Um, and then John Luke would be Scarecrow. Scarecrow, definitely be Scarecrow. And, and Animal could be the Cowardly Lion. Yep, yep. So it's all a dream, but the the witch still dies, et cetera, et cetera, and um. Mr. Rogers still has a dog named Toto. Right. They live happily ever after the end. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Well, these are things to think about. If anybody is searching for a new home, maybe you uh, visit the neighbors first in order to check out and see who's living there. But unfortunately, I don't think it works that way unless you get really lucky and somebody's standing out on their front lawn. But I definitely think if you went outside and saw the Wicked Witch of the West, you know, doing some things next door, you might just keep driving. For sure. For sure. Well, it, be thankful then for all the great neighbors that hopefully you do have. And I know I will be thankful for mine and you will be thankful for yours. Dan, where can everybody listen if they have no idea? They can find us on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Audible, Spotify, um, Toonie Mick Podcast Faceville. Yep, I love that one. It's new, yeah. And be sure it's to check started. us out on Facebook and follow us at DJ Mixup Improv for Kids. And you can chime in with what you thought about this episode and how awesome it was. Or if you That's have right. a suggestion for who would be a great or lousy neighbor, we want to hear it. Yep, totally. And that's it. Have a great time. Great week, everybody. And we'll see you soon. Peace out.